Good evening and welcome everybody to the Wednesday Night Tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. I'm your host for this evening, Drill Sergeant Z, and boy do we got a show for you tonight. NFL draft season is upon us and we got our draft preview as well as some special stuff from our Eagle superfan Mike Rook. But before I get to him, I want to bring on, he still has Bailey locked in his basement. Tieback! I told you, she's not in the basement anymore, that's where Rook is at. Like, contemplating on if he wants to kill uh, Howie and the rest of the goddamn Eagles organization. Bailey's up here in, in the, like, the first floor with me. Oh, she's moved oh. on up from the from the dungeon. Okay. Nice. Yeah, you, you, should see, you should see my basement now. It's, like, it's really weird. He has, like, pictures and photos of, like, all the, like, the higher-ups and, like, everybody from the Eagles. It's really weird. I just stay out. Okay, he's got, like, X's on them and stuff? Oh, yeah, there's, there's string going all over the place. Uh, I don't know. Oh, nice. Well, without further ado, <laughs> speaking of which, it is none other than Eagle Superfan himself, Mike Ruick, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let okay, listen, listen. You wanna go you wanna go that route? It's like Firefly Funhouse. It's like Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> I'm just gonna come on and go, hi everybody. <laughs> and I'm gonna really let you fucking have it in a little bit. There we go. A little bit. Why wait? Let's just get right into it. As Saturday Night Smoke has joined us, and he says, rock, paper, scissors. So, yes. Ruick, your head coach said he was talking to uh, you know, potential draftees for the Philadelphia Eagles and challenged them to a game of rock, paper, scissors. Uh, Ruick, what do you choose when you play rock, paper, scissors? I choose a knife to cut myself and just end it all. I really oh, wow. Don't. Oh, man, terrible. Because I'm going to tell you right now. What are we in fucking elementary school? <laughs> Paper, scissors, let's play patty cake. Patty cake, patty cake. Baker's man. Cake me, cake as fast as you can. How about, how about Miss Mary Mack? You want to play that? I mean, do, do, are we in fucking elementary school? Can yes. we get the little fucking triangle from Cracker Barrel with the pegs in it to try to get one <laughs> left? Can we play Connect Four? Can we play Checkers? I don't know. Be a little bit more adult than Rock, Paper, Scissors. And how the fuck does that let you know if they're competitive? You know what that says to a draftee when they look at why the fuck am I playing? That means that you are so stupid. This fucking guy. Every time he gets behind a microphone, <laughs> says some stupid shit. <laughs> oh, Fucking man. Jeff, Jeff Lorry. Jeff Lorry gets this guy because this guy was on vacation in the same resort as Jeffrey Lorry. <laughs> get their job when there's other candidates out there. We didn't have to make a decision at that point. But you get this guy, Nick Sirianni. Are, you, are, are we? Are, when did we become a fucking joke? When did we become the Browns? <laughs> when, when did you become the Jacksonville Jaguars? No, no, no. When did you become the New York Jets? Hey, hey, hey! Fucking joke. A joke. Like they, I, I saw this thing because I have the Eagles app on my phone and it came on. On my tw- on my my Apple Watch today said press conference because they do this every once in a while, 
And it's never fucking Nick Sirianni. It's usually somebody else. But I saw Nick Sirianni. I said, okay, what the fuck is this idiot going to say now? And he says, that shit? We play, we play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> we play rock, paper, scissors. See how, how competitive they are. Competitive? I, you want to know how competitive these people are? How about calling their fucking head coaches in college? <laughs> I them. How about interviewing their families? Are we, are we, as a society, as a society, that fucking hungry to find out how fucking competitive this is by paying rock, paper, scissors? Like, if, if this was my team, I, I mean, I would go for an N64 Mario Kart. Like, play that. That shit gets, <laughs> that shit gets competitive. Monopoly. I'll take you for three hours of Monopoly. Fucking... The Uno, Uno, people have fucking lost friendships over Uno. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know rock, paper, scissors was that competitive. It's not! <laughs> <laughs> you know when you play rock, paper, scissors, is, whose ball is it? Rock, paper, scissors, and it's the longest fucking thing. Two out of three. Okay. Real fun. What the fuck? <laughs> You're right. Oh man! No oh, idea dear. how much of a fuck. Uh, like it's it's it's. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck is going through these people's head. Like this was a good hire. The, the guy hasn't even coached a game yet. He traded away Carson Wentz. We have thirty-three million dollars in dead cap hit. Most of fucking NFL franchise history. Money. We have no fucking money to protect fucking Jalen Hurts. Who even knows if Jalen Hurts is the right fucking quarterback? We have nobody on offense except for Miles Sanders. Zach Hurts doesn't want to be here. Nobody wants to play for our fucking team. We got a fucking guy in, in, on defense that Darius Slay that I feel fucking bad for. I feel fucking bad for. You go from the fucking Detroit Lions who's been rebuilding since 1956 to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> to this shit. You stepped in shit. Bad for the guy. They should just trade him now. It's fucking ridiculous. A fucking joke. A joke. Wow. That right. That's a rant right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Seven solid minutes. Mike Cooley <laughs> going off on on the Eagles. And playing rock, paper, scissors to whether or not they should draft somebody and how competitive they are. As as Rook said, the last time I probably played rock, paper, scissors was to decide whose ball was it first playing a pickup game of basketball. Other than that, it, like who get who cares? Who gives a shit? I, yeah, I think um I think like the last time was when I was out in the warehouse at work and we mean somebody else did it to see who did the bitch work. The yep. bitch work. This isn't even about bitch work. <laughs> this is about the future of your fucking franchise. You're playing rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> hey, hey, at least he trash-talked them. Oh, trash-talk. Go fuck. Fuck <laughs> off, trash-talk. What kind of trash-talk? Yeah. What kind of trash-talk? Oh, that was a good move there. You chose paper. I chose rock. That's well. Then you did real good. Are you fucking... 
fucking kidding me? Rock, paper, scissors? This, I'm gonna get a fucking tattoo across my chest that says rock, paper, scissors is competitive. Oh my god. <laughs> competitive? Really? There's so much more things that are more competitive. I mean, I can speed walk and be more competitive than fucking rock, paper, scissors. Oh god. You I just wanna know how. Like, but how do you trash talk? Like, oh, you picked rock. You're a dumbass. Exactly. Oh, scissors wow. is better. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can understand yeah. doing. I can understand doing it in checkers or chess. Oh, I just checkmated you. Oh, I just jumped you. Give me a king or whatever the fuck. Like that's competitive. I get it. That's a game. This, like, like what? What can go through a draftee's fucking mind when they're sitting down with this guy who should be working at fucking Walmart? Because he was on vacation. I cannot stress this point enough. This guy got a fucking job because he was in the same hotel as Jeffrey Lurie. And that's how he got an interview and a job. Why the fuck ain't I in that same fucking position? I can tell, I can, I can play rock, paper, scissors with you, Jeff. <laughs> and then you got the other idiot, fucking Howie, Man, Howie Roseman. I was called Howie Mandel. But Howie Roseman, <laughs> that can't fucking do anything. Well, he might as well be right. Howie Mansell. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> this fucking, we could have the number one pick in the draft and we'll still somehow fuck it up. We'll take a kicker. We'll take a kicker first overall when Trevor Lawrence is sitting there. Because that's how stupid this fucking guy is. Justin Jefferson was drafted after after our guys last fucking year. DK Metcalf. We chose fucking, we chose these fucking, uh, JJ Ortega Whiteside because he's from Spain and they don't pronounce the fuh, so they show fuh, fucking stupid, stupid shit too. That's what we get? That guy's not, not even going to be on a practice squad this fucking year. But yet we got practice squad guys like Greg Ward and fucking, uh, Hightower and all these other fucking guys that are on our team that can play better than... JJ or Sega Whiteside and fucking guy Jalen fucking Rager that can't stay fucking healthy. Deshaun Jackson, that was a great fucking trade. Thank you, Bucks. You got rid of the fucking curse. You win the Super Bowl and you give us that shit. <laughs> oh, that fucking God. shit. He tears the fucking hamstring. He makes one play all fucking year against the Cowboys and he's not, he's not even on the fucking field for the rest of the game last yeah. year. That's, it. That's his highlight of, of last year. Way to go. Fucking, uh, we talked about this previously. Alshon Jeffrey can't catch a ball in fucking New Orleans, and his fucking career goes into the shitter. He'll have a nice bounce back, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll have a great bounce back. Where the fuck is he going? He's not even on the Eagles. I hope he goes to the Jets. Yeah, he'll wake up And if you're just tuning in, thanks for uh, tuning in to us. Mike, Lily, Saturday Night Smoke, JP. Um, yes, uh, you're I getting... want to say a special thank you to Jeanette Javier, who was the producer of Evans uh, in Florida. Thank you for listening to my uncensored rant, because this, oh. is, this has got my blood boiling. <laughs> my blood boiling. When I saw this shit driving home, I almost got into an accident. I swear to God. I swear to God. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because oh. I get these alerts because of our Twitter. We get these stupid alerts of the stupid shit that is posted all over the league. And I'm like, of course, of course, it's the fucking Eagles. It's the Eagles. We're a joke. We're a fucking joke again. We're a joke. Great. Yep. Wonderful. Wonderful. Great. It was like, Go it was back like to the days of Brian Dawkins and fucking Shelton Brown and all these fucking guys, Jeremiah Trotter, all these fucking guys that, are, that were tough and had tenacity and had fucking heart. We got this guy playing rock, paper, fucking scissors. 
to decide a fucking draft pick. That's probably why he traded the draft pick to the Dolphins for six, because we don't like Kyle Pitts, because he didn't fucking have any intensity, because he thought this was a dumb game. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Rook, I want to cut you off right there. What if that had one of the reasons why? Because Chase and Pitts weren't, uh, what's it called, competitive enough in rock, paper, scissors. I mean, at this point, wouldn't fucking surprise me. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, chase. I wouldn't say Devonte Smith. Any of these fucking or Sewell or Sewell. Any one of these guys. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee fucking to you. This is how stupid the Eagles are. They brought in Trevor Lawrence to evaluate him. He's going number one overall, and you had the sixth pick. You're not getting him. You're not getting him. <laughs> <laughs> So like days ago because everything comes easy to him. Yeah, everything did come easy to him. He lost two games in college. Two games. Yeah, yeah. everything did come easy to him. So yeah, it, it comes down to the fact of yeah, shit's easy. Did they really bring? I didn't know they brought in Lawrence, even no, though they have the I'm number sure twelve they, pick. I'm just saying oh. hypothetically. I'm sure that they did because they're so stupid and ass backwards. Oh, so stupid. <laughs> It's all right. You guys are going to end up drafting that kid Alex Leatherwood that called Cats Demons because that's oh. what you'll do. Well, that's fine. I'm okay with that because I support that guy. Cats are demons. I like dogs. Big yeah. dogs. Big, but, big dogs. I have a yeah. one-year-old one-year-old dog that's 150 pounds, and he's a yeah, teddy bear. Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> yeah. Cats are, cats are demons, though. That is, I, I agree with that. I would not yes. agree yes. with that. They are demons. Yeah, they, they, they're the only cats all belong in hell. They're the only animals that try to kill you in your sleep by sitting on your chest. Yeah, well, I don't know. what the hell is with that? I don't know. They prob- they're probably awesome at rock paper scissors though. I can tell you- <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'm on my fucking thirteenth beer of the day, and I got home at Ooh. fucking five o'clock. Jesus. Oh, oh yeah! Wow. You don't know how angry I am about this. I am so I I feel I, like I feel ashamed. I feel ashamed. I'm not even on the team. <laughs> I can tell that you're angry because you've been going on over 10 minutes and I never went that long on Adam Gase. Yeah. So you're very fucking because angry. Adam Gase, yeah, Adam Gase stared into the sky looking for fucking birds like he was high on fucking meth. We didn't know what the fuck <laughs> he was looking at. That's the reason why he wore a hat the whole time. But He was looking for the Matt Riddle birds. Yeah, he was. Nah. <laughs> he was. But this is the thing. He's, he openly said. And you knew that this was going to come out. You knew that this was going to come out. It wasn't like a fucking interview where you could just go back, edit it, cut that shit out, and figure it out. This was live on every fucking social media platform that the Eagles had. It's going to get out there. It's going to get out there. And you said, rock, paper, scissors? I mean, I would have respected checkers, chess. I don't even know. Hopscotch. Hopscotch (laughs) would have been better. Jump rope would have been better. Paper, scissors? That's for jump ball, basically. Are you kidding me? I, I don't. I don't know. Can we get, yeah. can we get into the draft? <laughs> can we get into the draft? <laughs> well, before <laughs> before we get in the draft, um, I did. I wanted to get into Alex Smith retired earlier this week, right? Um, yes. Sixteen year career, former number overall, number one overall pick, was comeback player of the year, but um, couldn't find a job. Coming into 2021, um, just his career. Would you say I'll, I'll start with you? Since Ruick went for so long, tieback. Let's give him a chance to, uh, you know, calm down a yeah. little. Uh, would you say Alex Smith was a bust or a successful pick? 
I think he's successful. He, I, I just think that he just was put in uh, situations that he would just got the short end of the stick. He went from the the Niners to KC, and then KC was, uh, KC was like, "Oh, hey, we got Patty Mahomes, the uh, uh, what's it called?" and shipped him off to no man's land. Uh, what uh, after that great season he had? Um, mm-hmm. what was it? Yeah, he was what Pro Bowl three times. Uh, like granted, he had a great, he had a great career. I think. Um, is he gonna make the Hall of Fame? No. Mm-hmm. Um, did he get a short end of the stick? Yes. I, I think if he was able to stay at one team and didn't get basically killed by having a his arm as a leg now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, he got the short end of the sticker, right? Because he was in, because he, uh, Jay Gruden was in competition with his running back for a girl. That's how fucked up the organization is in, in Washington. I, I, yeah. I, they've they've now they've now become a fucking better organization than the Eagles have. But anyway, he he, I don't want to. He was successful to a point. He's not a Hall of Famer for a first round pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, the last what ten first round picks aren't really. Hall of Fame worthy as of right now. As of right now, I mean Baker, you know uh, Kyler Murray, all those guys—they're not really Hall of Fame worthy right now. But yeah, I, I'd say he had more success than not. I mean, he took the the Niners to right. He took the Niners to the playoffs. He took the Chiefs, I believe, to the playoffs. Never took Washington, but yeah, I'd say no. that's pretty. I'd say that's pretty pretty successful. I mean, for for. The amount of the amount of turmoil that he had everywhere in his career, except for really um, Kansas City. I mean, he got the short end of the stick because they drafted Patrick Mahomes because they knew that he wasn't going to be the you know long term answer, and you can't really pass up a guy like Patrick Mahomes. And San Francisco, how many offensive coordinators, how many head coaches did they have at at that time? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you got it. You got to um, look at that. It's, it goes back to like uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll say successful because I know everyone looks when you look at the number one pick, this guy should be a Hall of Famer. You're expecting Super Bowl trips, but in all reality, it's it's hard to do that, especially you know when you guys have like Brady who's dominating the league. Um, but to have his, he had a very successful year, 16 years in the NFL is nothing to snooze at. He had was a starter for a majority of that time. I know we keep saying Mahomes took his job, but he was the starter in Kansas City. It was like for five-plus seasons unmatched, and he just was never able to get them over the hump. Yeah. I right. think, um, they had that playoff game where they were uh, – weren't they up like three scores against Indianapolis, and uh, and they blew the game in the second half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think overall it's a successful career, Not, you know, nothing to sneeze at. And I'm going to name some names of – you know, other first round picks, number one picks in the last little over 20 years. And I'll, I'll say he's better than more than half of these guys. So we'll start. Show me the ones that show me the one. Name me the ones that went to a Super Bowl. Well, we'll I start in ni- one. Well, we'll start in 1998. Peyton Manning. No, there you go. That's yeah. one. Yeah. But then <laughs> after that, you got Tim Couch was in 99. <laughs> Big nah. bust. Yep. Courtney Brown in 2000. You got Mike Vick in 2001. I would say he never went to the Super Bowl, but he had a successful career. Yeah, he, um, he had a successful career and a successful comeback career, especially yes. with the Eagles. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh, David Carr ended up being a bust. Um, Carson Palmer, I would say. I wouldn't so, call. I, I wouldn't call him a bust. Yeah, but, he had a good. Yeah. He had a good career, but yeah, not a Super Bowl. Um, no. Eli, obviously, good career. Then you had Alex Smith. Then you have Mario Williams, who I, I don't think he lasted very long in the league, did he? Nothing yeah, no. no. That was the that was the Reggie Bush year, right? Reggie Bush about line. Yes, he drafted. Yes, he was drafted ahead of Reggie. And then um, a year after that, I wish Shane was here because uh, Jamarcus Russell was drafted number <laughs> one overall in 2007. Jamarcus oh, Cheeseburger. Geez. Yes. Then uh, your boy was drafted, Jake Long. Uh, tie back. Yep. Yeah. And he... we got Stafford, who I would say he's had a successful career. No Super Bowls, for, but six... for Detroit. Yeah, we'll see what he yeah. does this year. And then you got uh Bradford, who uh, with I can't say successful. Too many injuries. Mm-hmm. No. Then you get no. the... well, his yeah. his contract, his contract, his ability to get a contract was successful. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. And then you got Cam Newton, who. Uh, he had some success, I'll say. He's had a successful career. He won MVP, and they took him to the Super Bowl. Not recently, uh, but go ahead. Well, you know, that was a, you know, <laughs> it was still happened. Uh, Andrew Luck, who's now retired, who I think would be very successful if he didn't retire. Yeah. And then you got uh, Eric Fisher, um, Clowney, who we talked about. Yep. Uh, Jameis. Then you got. Jameis. Yep. Uh, Goff. Miles Garrett, Baker, Kyler, and Joe Burrow. And I think um, three. To, an- to answer your question, JP, how many teams with the first pick win the Super Bowl within 10, within 10 years? Um, you got Cam did it with Nothing. the Panthers. You got uh, Goff did it with the Rams. Right. And let me look at some of these other guys. I don't th- – I think – and then you got – well, Eli wasn't picked by the Giants. He was picked by the uh, Chargers. Chargers. Doesn't matter. He was still, he was still the number one pick, yeah. technically. So, really, in the last 20 years, only two even made it with – with made a Super Bowl, JP. So, I would say – I mean, I'm going to put Alex Smith. He's probably one of the – I'd say in the top half of those those people we just lifted off, if not even the top five of the names. So uh, you got to say it's a successful career. Successful ish. Yeah. To me, I mean, if you make it 16 years and you're, you know, known and you have a starting gig, you, that's pretty mm-hmm. successful. You know, you said playoffs a couple times. He's probably, you know, more money than he'll ever need for the rest of his life. I don't know. His medical bills might have fucking taken a damage out of his bank account. <laughs> uh, come on. What? You don't, you don't think the NFL paid for that shit? No, I would. I would hope that John Gruden, would, uh, Jay Gruden, would have fucking paid for it because that was all his fucking fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think? What? Well, hold on. What do you think he's gonna do out now? What do you think he's gonna take a couple years off, then go into like uh, being a commentator, some kind of a like uh, doing something like that, or do you think he's gonna become a coach someplace? Or yeah, do you no, think he's you, just gonna? Before you get to that. You know how much you said take it credit. You know how much money this guy made in his fucking career? How much? A hundred eighty-nine million fucking dollars. Whew. Oh yeah, because that was that when he's his rookie year was. Uh, they still had the uh, ridiculous contracts before. Yes. Before yes. they could, you know, they they capped and, it or whatever. Well, think of this: the year that he got when did 
His first year in Washington, the year he got injured, 2018, $40 million he made. Woo. $40 fucking million. Damn. But, yeah, so believe me, he's more than well off. Um, I've had my job for 18 years. Never been employment month, but I think it's been a career. <laughs> nah. Of course you've never been employee of the month, Mike. You're too busy sleeping and fucking talking talking to me and listening to podcasts to even be considered employee of the month. But oh. I digress. I've known Mike for a long time. It's all right. Um, that's not Mike Rook. That's Mike Kane, everybody. Um <laughs> Sorry, I totally got – what were you uh, – I got us off track. My bad. What were you guys talking about? No, I, I brought up uh, asking, what do you think he's going to do now? Do you think he's going to become oh. like a commentator, um, do something like that? Is he going to become a coach? Or do you think he's just going to step away and just say, screw it all? I'm just going to just sit back and just be a real estate agent, let's just say. I got to be honest. I don't think I've ever heard Alex Smith speak. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you know you heard Tony Romo speak beforehand. You heard yeah. you know all these other guys that go into commentating speak like Drew Brees now, whatever. So I don't think that that's going to be a career path for him. Uh, maybe maybe he goes the route of fucking Josh McCown and just coaches his kids high school football. Yeah. That's there's nothing you know there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's job job at this point. But, yep. Yeah, just do something for fun. Yeah, I mean, you got more money. You got enough money to let to last you. You got enough money to live comfortably. Hopefully, he saved. Hopefully, he did the right thing with the money. But we'll see. We'll Thanks see. for tuning I mean, in, I, Jeanette Javier. Keep going, Rook. I uh, I like I like that he um, I like that he can do that. You know, he he can have that opportunity. Thanks, Jeanette. Thanks for tuning in, listening to my rant. But the. Uh, <laughs> The um the whole thing about that is like yeah we always speculate about these guys going you know into broadcast. I mean, there's only so many fucking broadcasting jobs that yeah. you can actually get into. I mean, unless you're doing like college football where there's a million fucking games, then you're just gonna be on like the Sun Belt Network where nobody fucking watches besides the the people that are actually fans of those teams. I mean. We'll see. I'd like to see him as a quarterback's coach. I mean, he's been pretty successful. He could do the, the do that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So I think he could get it like an analyst gig somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised. But um, to me, I think he'd probably do great as like a motivational speaker after what he went through and like kind of just going around and telling his story, even though I know it's been on TV, but going around telling a story to people to like help motivate them to, you know, know that it's not over, that you can come back from whatever it is that's ailing you and, you know, have a successful life. It's not the end. So I wouldn't be surprised. And then um, I also wouldn't be surprised. He does some work with the military since um, he ended up at Walter Reed and I could see him doing stuff with a bunch of the vets that come back that, you know, kind of like got blown up or whatever and have some PTSD and, you know, have missing limbs and maybe help them with, Hey, look, don't give up. Look what, you know, you can still do things, you know? So I hope I I just wish him nothing but the best. The guy was a class act all around and, you know, nothing but good things to say about Alex Smith. What do you think he'll do tie back? Um, 
I I think he he seems like the person that he just might just sit back and just like coach his kids, football teams, baseball teams, or something like that. Just kind of stay out of the picture. Mm-hmm. He never in the, while he played, he never like looked like he needed the attention to the meet from the media. He wanted all that spotlight from from what I remember, like in his early career. I don't remember seeing that, and especially mm-hmm. not in his later. So, yeah. And the same thing happened. The same thing that happened in Kansas City happened to him in uh, San Francisco, where uh, Kaepernick took his job. So, mm-hmm. and technically, I guess he went to a Super Bowl since he was on the team when Kaepernick took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he wasn't the reason, but he was. He was there. Yeah, he was hurt, <laughs> wasn't he? I thought no. I thought he. Or, did, or had they got rid of him by then? No, I thought he filled in one game for Kaepernick because I remember they played. I I remember they played the Seahawks on like a Monday or Thursday night game, and it was like Alex Smith versus like the backup of it was or it was Russell Wilson's like rookie year, something like that. It was something weird like that. If I'm I'm remembering that correctly, he was on the team in 2012 when they went to the Super Bowl. So wait, it's just Kaepernick had taken over by that point. Yeah. yeah, well what is it? So he was what six two and one. Yep. Yeah, some you go six two and one and lose your job. How the fuck how does how does that happen? You know? <laughs> Fucking nah. crazy. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, how <laughs> about Alex Smith? Because his career is over. Now we got people that careers are just starting as we get you ready for the NFL draft next week. But make sure you tune in. We will not be on Wednesday next week. We'll be on Thursday, streaming live on Facebook and Twitter, uh, doing live draft coverage. We will not start right when the draft starts. We are going to wait till after the first pick and then go live with reaction so that we get you know, the most amount of time and the best bang for our bucks. Since, uh, I'm pretty sure – I mean it's a general consensus. Trevor Lawrence is going number one, so there really is no drama yeah. there. The draft really starts at two, which I think we have a good idea, but – We'll still see what the Jets do. So, um, of course, now I got. Hello, hello, hello. Harbor. Oh, they said hi, Harbor. And now she's now she's waving. Bye. Okay, now, and now Harbor's leaving. See you later. <laughs> out, out of here. I don't know. That's not yours. Out of here. You know what I hate? Before we get into the draft, before we get to like start we'll talk about the draft. Okay, we know that Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. We don't need to spend all five or ten minutes on however, I forget, however long the pick is oh. <laughs> to, say, to say, hey, the pick is in. No shit, Sherlock. We knew since the end of the season when the Jaguars were were crowned that they had the number one pick. We knew since then that, that they were getting Trevor Lawrence. It should be like, oh, hey, the draft started. Oh, hey, Trevor Lawrence, you're on the Jags. That, that's it. But, no, they want to have to talk and have – have all that ad revenue and like all that kind of shit. <sighs> I, I, you know, they also got to show his little highlight package that they want to show, you know, that got to get, get as much Trevor Lawrence in as you can. So maybe, maybe they'll show his wedding too. Oh yeah. That, that just dropped to me. That dropped his draft stock big time right there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. So, uh, what do you think? What do you guys think is going to happen in the top half of the draft? Well, I mean, any big surprises? What's big uh, predictions? What do you got? Um, I don't know. I I could I could 
honestly see there being a uh, a trade, a big mm-hmm. trade to get into the top five. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We lost Roy. Okay, since he's gone. Go ahead. I'll, I'll jump on. Um, I think that, like, everybody's been talking about Atlanta taking a quarterback to, to, to fill in. Sorry. Uh, to f- oh. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, I can honestly see that, that there's going to be a trade uh, in within the top ten, I can say. I would say. Okay. To someone I'm- to get up. Someone to get up to try to get – one of those quarterbacks, you know, it, whether it be whether it be Zach Wilson, because I don't think that he's really going to be a, a good fit for the Jets, or a Mac Jones, or a Justin Fields, or even the guy Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think you'll see a team jump into the top ten. I'll give a prediction after that. After tieback, I know you were talking, so go. Um, ahead. Yeah, I think that Atlanta, everybody's talking about how they're going to go for a quarterback. I mm-hmm. honestly think that they're going to throw a little twist and say, hey, we're going to take Pitts. Ooh. I think they're going to jump on Pitts early. So you think Kyle Pitts is the first positional player taken, like non-quarterback in the draft? Nah, yes. I don't think so. I, I think that's going to be the that's going to be the first thing. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, see, I really don't see them passing on Justin Fields if he's there. I don't, I don't, and I know that, I know that today they came out with this stupid fucking report that he suffers from epilepsy. Yeah, I saw that. I, why, why, why now? Why fucking a week before the draft you got to release that fucking shit? Like, let the kid go. Like, uh, and. I don't know. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he's he's played all through college, through high school, through like what, however long he played, with no issues. It, now you're gonna not, mention it. I mean, like, yeah. It, and 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 he was diagnosed with epilepsy with the seizures when he was younger, when he was a kid. And guess what happens? You grow out of. There's 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 people when they're they they're kids they have uh, seizures and they grow out of epilepsy. So guess what, Fields? He still takes the medicine. He still takes all that kind of stuff. But he's grew, he grew out of it for the most part. Good for him. I'm glad that he did because I see it firsthand on what epilepsy does, and it's awful. It's horrible. I don't wish that on anybody. And you know what? Don't fucking stop bringing that shit up. Don't be talking about it. There's no need. It's, yeah, it's not it's, a factor. It just makes it. It just makes it like like why are you like putting whoever the case may be is putting that out? Why now? I just like you said. I don't understand. Especially he's played at a collegiate, at a high collegiate level, at Ohio State. Yeah. Where there was no reports of any of this, at any issue of him missing games or missing practice due to this. Why put out? It's. It. I might be a team that's in that um, five to fifteen range that puts that out to try and hurt the draft stock a little bit, so that maybe he falls. That's the only oh, thing. I could think of Bill Belichick. But... Bill Belichick putting that out there. Yeah, but I think that Bill Belichick either likes Mac Jones because he has a relationship with Wood Saban, or fucking Trey yeah. Lance because he's not a fucking guy. He's not a guy. Like right now, you really base your offense. I know that. I know that Justin Fields can run. You really base your offense around Cam, who is mobile. <laughs> Trey Lance is mobile, and so is Justin Fields. But if Belichick really wants to fucking do that, you always claim that first round picks don't fucking matter. 
So make a trade with somebody in the top in the top fucking five. Yeah. Give away so, three first rounders. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. So I was thinking that's so that's what I was gonna say. Um Ruick is that team that there's gonna be a, I think right, we've already had three trades in the top you know, of the top twelve picks between the Eagles, 49ers, and Dolphins. Um I think that we get one more trade on draft night and I think it is the That's Patriots. The Dolphins. Do you think the Dolphins trade on draft night again? Yeah. Well, maybe, but I still I still think I think the Patriots, who usually trade back in the draft, is one of those teams that finally trades up to get into the top ten and draft that quarterback of the future. I don't think yep. obviously I don't think they look at Cam as the answer or else they'd give him more than these one year deals. I think they, they and it's not a one year, and it's not even a one year deal that they gave Cam. It's like a game deal, it's like a million dollars a game or something like that. It's something stupid. It's like no yeah. incentives, no nothing. It's it's just like, I get it, I get it. it can, in the long run, can save you money on the cap or whatever, however negotiated it is. Mm-hmm. But like, so so what do you think? So what do you think? You think that the Dolphins are going to trade out of six? So I I I think they might. Let's just say that um, uh, Pitts doesn't get drafted until he's there at six. I think that the Dolphins might take offers from other teams that might want him and might pay a fortune for pick six. If the if they give up enough, like maybe like. Dallas says, you know what, screw the Patriots. We we could get pitch right here. And they, they put out like a shit ton to Miami to get him. Yeah. What I be I get it. Pitts is a good prospect. What is it with you and this guy tieback that you think like who's taking him in the top that he's gonna be the first non quarterback taken off the board or that he's people are gonna pay a ransom for this guy? It's 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 a, he's a tight end. He I he doesn't was, play I thought it was supposed to be Sewell. I thought it was supposed to be that guy Sewell. Yeah, the left tackle. I, I, th- I, I think I think Sewell Sewell's gonna go to uh, what's it called the Bengals. Yeah, but ah, that's what I don't I'm, think so. Why not? They need someone to protect Burrow. It's yeah, a perfect fit. Burrow, but Burrow also needs a fucking guy that he can trust. He has a guy named fucking Jamar Chase from LSU. Yeah, but he already has that with T Higgins. Him and Higgins were lighting it up. Yeah, they were last year. Plus, you draft. You gotta. You gotta protect this kid. He's not even play next year. You draft. You could get the wide receiver another year or later or early in the second round. They have early second round pick. I just. I mean, to me, Sewell is the, like the number one prospect, and he's already you know speculated to go five. How are you gonna? I mean, to me, Pitts. If you're a, a young team that needs help, I'm not drafting a tight end. You know, that's for a team that. You're gonna pick that early. You move up, and you're look. You're one piece away from winning. How Pitts is? I mean, tight end is not a position that I look at like as like left tackle, quarterback, edge rusher. Those are like the premier cornerback. Those are the premier positions that you know you can get a guy that you want to draft in the top ten. I think I got Pitts. You know, I I get it. He might be a generational talent tight end, but yeah. I don't look at when do tight ends are winning winning you Super Bowls. And don't say Gronk. Because uh, Gronk's not the reason they won Super Bowls. But the thing is, Pitts is that like hybrid tight end wide receiver player. He could, he doesn't have to be the the typical tight end. 
he he could play that play out on as wide receiver. Like he he could do all that, and that's why I think that he like a lot of people are looking at that as to see that like look what uh the New England did with when they had the dual tight ends when they had Gronk and uh and uh Murder Boy up there. Um, Hernandez. And how how good? Yeah, I I don't feel like saying his name. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, but like on how well that those two played together, having dual the dual tight ends, and a lot of people might be looking at that. Hey, if we could go off and get picks, and then maybe next year, two years from now, get another draft another tight end or in a trade or something like that, maybe start setting up for that. Yeah. But do you really think this kid is better than like Devonte Smith? Or uh, the, who's the other Jamar Chase? I I I think he might be better than the De- Devon. Uh, what's it called? Six foot, one hundred and sixty pound Devonte Smith. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! That's gonna be the Eagles' next wide receiver. You watch him out. <laughs> the, do what, what? Would I rather see the the Dolphins take um, Chase over over him? Yeah, but I but I, I I'd be happy with either one. Would Let's would I be that. happy with would I be happy with the Dolphins trading out and getting a King's ransom for for that pick because somebody wants uh Chase or uh, Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I mean the Dolphins it makes sense you want to draft Pitts because you need weapons for Tua, plus you won ten games last year. You're it's it's not you're drafting at six, meanwhile you're not really that you're not in the bottom, you know, third of the league. You're a team that's on the on the rise not a team that's on the descent and needs all these pieces. So yes, drafting at Pitts makes sense, but I don't, like I said, I, if the Patriots move up, they're take they're not, to, they're not doing it to draft Pitts. They're drafting a quarterback. I, I still think that they do that, whether it's yeah. Trey Lance or Fields. Um, I still think Mac Jones is going to go three, even with all this uh, stuff surrounding him, which uh, I still don't even know what it is. Do either of you know what it is, or who can, can explain it? Mac Jones, why there's like stink on him now? I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people stink. are just a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people are just saying that he doesn't have the smarts. He can't extend the plays. He can't like do that kind of stuff. Uh, and then and then and then that that he had some off field like situations. At Alabama, they had what, like two DUIs or something like that. Well, that's so that's. Baker. I thought so, it was. So I didn't. Go ahead. So did Baker. <laughs> yeah, like how how that too. How many people like the top prospects, the top player on your football college football team hasn't got? Jameis Winston stole fucking crab legs. <laughs> yeah, and he's running out of the, the grocery store throwing up dubs, eating them. Idiot. He's okay, saying he's so. working harder, working harder than any other quarterback in the in the NFL. Get the fuck oh, out of oh my God! Did you actually see that? Did you see that? Yeah. Did, yeah. Did you, Sarge? What did it say? So they were there was like some camp, and he's like talking to these kids, and goes off and says, "I'm the hardest working quarterback in the league." Standing next to him is Dak fucking Prescott, who just had a, that horrific injury. Who is standing next to him? Yeah. And it's going to say that he's the hardest working goddamn quarterback in the league. Fuck off. <laughs> he's a fucking He really is. He really is a fucking idiot. So stupid. We'll see. I don't I don't know. They say they say he's the most like 
NFL ready of the quarterbacks, other than yeah. um, Trevor Lawrence, but they, obviously. But they but they say that to every single player that comes out of Alabama, though. Well, I'll say this: I know the 49ers didn't trade all the way up to not draft a fucking quarterback. So they're taking fields. You don't trade all that stuff to to not draft one. So I think they think it's for Mac Jones. I I think they're probably. I mean, he's NFL ready. He's more ready well, than um, Justin Fields. That, that's a that's according that's according to Mike Babchek that he, he's going there. I mean, I I'm not I'm not so sold on that. I, I really am not. Like the whole thing with Mac Jones, if you actually watched him play, like when he filled in for uh, Tua the year that the, the year before. Not just last year when he played, because I, I I can't even I really can't even take into account like football last year, honestly, because it was just divisional play or mm-hmm. conference play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does play in the SEC, so I mean, he does play right in the best right. conference. He 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 did also. I mean, Alabama also plays fucking cupcake teams, but regardless, regardless, yeah. So. Like, I don't know. Mac Jones does have some smarts. I mean, the year that Tua got hurt, the year that Tua got hurt and he was playing, what was it? What Was it Auburn? Was it Auburn that they had, like, that shootout where it was, like, 50 fucking points for each team? It was, like, going down the field. It was just high-powered Probably. offense. He played yeah. really well. Yeah. He really did. He played really well. But, once again, this goes back to the Tua thing. They're Alabama open. They're not NFL open. Yeah. That's the fucking problem. That's the only reserve that I have with Alabama quarterbacks. Like, I know that I have an Alabama, former Alabama quarterback and Oklahoma quarterback on my team that's not the starting quarterback. But, I mean, Jalen Hurts also did it in two different teams. I mean – Yes and no. They they did have a lot of high powered weapons at Oklahoma and Alabama. Yes, but you know he still yeah. has shown that he can still play because he played pretty pretty okay. I'm not going to say great. Played pretty okay, considering <laughs> just thrown into the fire with a fucking JV squad team in yeah. Philadelphia. I know what you're saying about Mac Jones. He he had a very good season this past season, but I mean it also helps when you're throwing to Devontae Smith and then Jalen Waddle until he got injured. So right, you know, and like mm-hmm. you said, they're Alabama open, so yes, they're wide open. But I mean, you still got to make the throws, right? So right. That's, I, that's I just right. think they're saying I think he's more NFL ready. I I think I'll say this: uh, Fields' ceiling is probably higher. Than Mac Jones, but as they're as of right now, Mac Jones is more ready to be a starter than Fields is, and I think the Niners are they're in they're in win now mode. Even though they won, oh geez, they they weren't very good last year. It's all those injuries that they had against yeah. the Jets that caused them to not be good, and they were still that goddamn stadium. Yeah, and they were still competitive, and you're going to get all those guys back, so. I, to me, the 49ers are instant, you know, for a bounce back easily should win, you know, could win 10 games next season. 
you know, I think Kyle Shanahan is an excellent coach and he'll simplify that offense for Mac Jones to be uh, successful. And I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they hold on to Jimmy G for the season and he, he starts as a starter and then eventually he'll get injured. And that's when Mac Jones will, you know, be the starter. <laughs> yeah. But I still think four, um, I think we're going to see four quarterbacks go, which I think is unprecedented. The first four picks <laughs> to be four, you know, quarterbacks. And then I, I think maybe the Patriots sneak into the top 10 to make mm-hmm. it five in the first 10 picks, which should be fucking unreal. Uh, you know? I mean, Let's be fair. This isn't the most talented draft. Yeah. This isn't. Like, you know, last year, last year there was a lot of talent in the first round specifically. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it, it's a weird fucking year. I, I understand COVID had a, had a big impact in the college football season. <laughs> I, I understand that, you know, all these players and I mean football in general last year was just weird, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I like coming into this draft. I, I'm like, I feel like I'm really, nobody's talking about, you know, the, the like there's depth in this position, this singular position in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about it. It's just quarterbacks. It's like the first, everybody's talking about the first 10 to, to 15 picks. And then after that, they're like, oh. yeah. yeah. I think you're right with the COVID. It makes, and then they didn't have the combine again. I think it makes everything really yeah. up in the air. <laughs> I, uh, I think what you will see is if I'm a team that I'm not sure about what I want and someone wants to come up because they are sure on a guy, okay, uh, maybe I don't necessarily want you to give me every all the picks in this year's draft but give me picks in next year's draft when we should i i'm really hoping i i would assume we'd be back to normal with everything and you could do the combine and now you can really have a good look at these guys and be more prepared for next year's draft and be a lot loaded up and another and and another thing like how we started talking about covid with this last season how Ruth brought up that like, like all that kind of stuff Jamar Chase didn't play, so that's why a lot of people are saying pits over him. Jamar Chase took the year off. So is he going to be football ready for for week one? Well, I'm sure. Haven't they? Uh, I know. Yeah. I'm assuming he had I, a pro day and he did Yeah, he, he's, he's been workouts, staying right? in shape and like all that. But, but, then, but don't forget, just taking a year off of not being hit. And like all that kind of constant uh, bullshit, like it, it's it's gonna take you like you're gonna have rust. You're gonna have a step back. I mean, unless he's on the Eddie Lacy diet, I'm not really too worried about it. <laughs> honestly, but <laughs> but but I honestly think that that might be the one of the main reasons why a lot of people are t- are looking at pits over him mm-hmm. as well. Well, you have game, a lot more game film of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just um, I, like I'm with Ruick. I wouldn't be too worried about him taking the year off and having rust because everyone's gonna have rust because all the all the what the off season workouts is all optional. I think a lot of teams have opted out and aren't doing them. And 
basically no one will be no one even the NFL players will be doing anything really until any contact until you know actual training camp. I think yeah. mini mini camps will be affected. I don't know if they'll have mini camps that they usually have. So uh, I don't think he'll really be as far behind as you think. Tie back and you know these guys all just they can get into shape with, in football shape quickly. It doesn't take them very long. These guys are fine tuned athletes, and I'm sure yeah. a lot of these guys when they get after the season or they decide I'm not going to play anymore, they start doing those. Um, NFL ready camps to get ready for like the combine. Um, what's uh, whose brother is the one that runs all those passing camps for these kids to get ready? Ruick, is it like Jesse Palmer or? Yeah, yeah, Jesse Palmer. Yeah, so I know they have. I know he's not the only one. There's other guys that do other positions that they're down there and they're just basically doing football drills and all sorts of stuff to train to be, you know, NFL ready. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Chase is in phenomenal shape, and I, I wouldn't have any reservations. I, I, I hope I hope so because because I don't I don't care who the Dolphins take. It's going to be either either who's, Pitts or Chase. Who's stuffing a body into a bag here? It's got to be Tyback. He's stuffing <laughs> Bailey into a bag because she's trying to get away. <laughs> he knocked. He knocked her over the head and knocked I, her yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, I had. I, what's it called? I, I had to go into the bag and get the chloroform. <laughs> he said. He said, "You burnt my steak." <laughs> oh, let's not get on that topic. Oh, just, well, oh, about burnt steak. What, what's wrong with that? No, just about steak. What, what? What's upsetting you about steak, Tyback? I'm not a fan of it. What? See, this is why I said I don't want to get in, get in, get like talk about. It. Let's let's go on to something else. I just want to know why our list, our listeners want to know, Tyback. Why are you not a fan of steak? Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just never really enjoyed like steak. I was just like, I don't know. I'm honestly like, if anything, if it was between red meat and chicken, I'm chicken one hundred percent. Well, I can give you this. Steak is a pain in the ass to cook to a certain degree. Like chicken, you can't really screw up chicken. Like if you throw it on the grill, 10 minutes, it's done. As long as it's not pink, you're fine with chicken. Yeah, pretty much. So like steak, steak can be a little bit more of a pain in the ass because, you know, if if you're ever, you know, barbecuing like I have at my house, if you're ever barbecuing, you know, there's certain people that want it well done, certain people want mm-hmm. it medium, certain people want it medium rare. It's like, it's like if you want it done like that, you come and bring your own fucking steak, and I'll cook it <laughs> the way that you fucking want it. But one steak for everybody at my barbecue, it's getting cooked medium, because that's in the middle of uh, what everybody wants. Hey, that's a good point. How is it that you usually have your steak, Tyvek? Uh... Medium to like more on the uh, uh, well done side. Okay, at least it's not super well done. If it was that, then I'd be like, you're probably just having your steak cooked wrong, and that's why you don't yeah. like it. You know? Oh my god, my yeah. my fiance, my fiance's grandmother loves it like dead, like like burnt, burnt, burnt. Yeah. Like, I'm like <laughs> what's the point of even eating this? It's dry. I'm not, yeah. I'm actually slather this thing in fucking barbecue sauce. It's gonna be <laughs> terrible. Yeah. No flavor, then it, you got to, what do you got to chew for 10 minutes each piece that you cut to, to even get it yeah. down? 
<laughs> Every time she asks me, can, ah, you just, ah. can you can you just cook it a little bit so I have to cut off a portion of the steak and cook it fucking like dead? Oh god! Oh man! But, but I think swinging back to the draft, I think you're right, Ruick. <laughs> the the depth the depth in the draft is 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 pretty lacking. Um. And that, but like you said, most people are talking about the quarterbacks. I mean, that is the sexy position in the NFL. Um, my prediction will be we will see five go in the top ten. Um, and we'll see, I think the Patriots will be the team to trade up to get in front of a Detroit Lions or a Carolina Panthers to draft that quarterback. Or they need, well, the Denver Broncos is another team that yeah. they might, they need to leapfrog to get a quarterback. So any wild predictions from you, Tyback? I, I I think it all rests on Atlanta's shoulders. I think Atlanta is the wild card here. Yeah. And if, like I said, like how I was saying is that that's my wild prediction is that Atlanta says, screw it. We still have Matt Ryan. We have Julio Jones. We got, um, uh, who else is over there? Um, what the hell is his name? Um, the hell is the other wide receiver's name? Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why don't? Why not? We 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 take Pitts or um, uh, Chase at four, and just go balls deep on on a, what's it called a solid uh, skill set. So okay. And, and then and then I think and then I then I think that's when you start seeing like Denver saying, "Oh shit, that's an extra quarterback that's out there," and then teams are looking at the Dolphins saying, "Hey." You're the next one in line because we know that the Bengals aren't going to uh, draft a quarterback. Yep, but that would be so, that would be fucking something though if they go off and draft a quarterback since they won't have Burrow for most of the oh, season. They're not drafting a quarterback. Come on. I know, I know, I know. But 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 how wild will that be? Like you're you're asking wild takes, but I'm just saying like how wild they'll be, the, be the wildest of the wild right there. And and then they go then they just go off and trade them. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. What about you, Rook? What's you, you got uh, any wild predictions for this draft? He, he's drinking out of the dog bowl. Okay. No, that's my that's my dog. <laughs> um, um, you know what? I'll say the Saints move in if 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 the mm-hmm. if I'll say the Saints move into the top ten. Okay. Or top, you know, with with relatively with the fucking the um. Dolphins, if if you know, Atlanta takes a tight end like we were saying, and Bengals, you know, whatever, and there's an extra guy there, I could I could see that I could see, I could see Atlanta or not Atlanta, um, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans going in <laughs> and drafting a guy like like a Trey like a Trey Lance or Justin Fields or. Yeah, whoever's there, the next best quarterback. I don't think that's going to happen with the Dolphins because I don't think the Dolphins want to fall too far back from that sixth position. Right. Because. But but you also have a shitload of picks. And if you get, you know, this year, next year, and, you know, the next year, second or third rounder. Oh. Yeah, like, that's the thing, too, is that, like, if the doll, if if somebody go like I said a couple times already, pick six could be the Dolphins could hold that for a king's ransom and get so much shit for that pick 
It like and it all depends on what Atlanta does. Which is exactly what the Eagles should have done, but here we are. So before we get going, um, Ruick, what for the Eagles to have a successful draft and not and I don't mean fire Howie Roseman and a whole staff, all right? <laughs> as far as picking players, what do the Eagles need to do? Wide receivers. Wide receivers. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about the offensive line. I'm going to fuck about defense. You've missed on three years. Get the wide receiver. Get as many wide receivers as you can. Don't give a shit. Draft them all. <laughs> wow. You, 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 you're, getting, you're getting absolutely fucking killed. DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson. The list goes on. Interesting. All right. Wide receivers. All right. What about you? What's a successful draft for the Dolphins, Tyvek? Um, if they stay at six, it would either be um, Pitts or Chase. And then them back at, uh, what do they have, uh, 18? Uh, go defense. I would like to see. I highly doubt if uh, Mika Parsons would still be there. Maybe get like a, that edge guy from Georgia. What's his name? Aziz. Mm-hmm. Um, pick up him. Help out on the defense a little bit because if they if they get their wide receiver, then then pick up somebody on the the defensive side in the first round. Then maybe the second round uh, with that first pick in the second round. If um, the running back from Alabama is still there, grab him. If not, get an offensive tackle and then pick up uh, with uh, their second pick in the second round uh, the kid from uh, North Carolina at running back. Okay. All right. Sounds a good plan. Um, so for the Jets, obviously it's Wilson. It's a quarterback at two, whether it's Wilson or Fields or Mac Jones, we'll see. Um, I think it's going to be Wilson. That's something I want to ask you. Okay. As a Jets fan, you're going to be satisfied with Zach Wilson? Uh, I have to be because that's the quarterback and I'm going to support them. Um, I'm you don't not, have to be. You don't have to be. I want your honest opinion. I'm I want not, to know who you want besides Trevor Lawrence. I wanted to keep Sam Darnold is what I wanted, but that's not the play. And uh, to me now, I think you go with the most upside. And to me, it's Wil- Wilson. They say this kid is Mahomes Rogers. Now, that's a lot of pressure for a young guy. I don't – I mean – to think if that's the expectations and he doesn't do what they do, then he'll always be like, oh, you're never, not as good. But if the expectations is Mahomes Rogers and say he gets 80% of that, that is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL in my eyes. So I, that's something the Jets – I couldn't tell you the last time we had a quarterback who I thought was a top 10 quarterback in the league. So I would rather go with him. Fields I don't think is going to be – that great and like I said Mac Jones he's gonna to me he's like a Ryan Tannehill he'll be a guy that could be good or he's like a Sam Darnold you know like could be good but isn't gonna be a top five quarterback ever in the NFL then why did we trade away Sam Darnold just to draft the same the same type of guy um so to me he needs that perfect he needs that perfect offense like in like in Alabama yeah so to me it's it's Wilson I really think you guys are sleeping on fields. 
Honestly, I think that the Jets are, are playing everybody and they're taking fields at two. Uh, we'll see. If, I mean, if it is fields, I'll be, I'll, I'll have to be happy either way. I'm going to have, Oh yes. Great pick by the Jets. It, I, like I said, as a Jets fan, I think I said it last week. Um, if we kept Darnold and didn't draft a quarterback and it Wilson, he would be the next Mahomes going to Super Bowl and AFC or NFC championship game year after year. And then if we're draft now we got rid of Darnold, he's going to go to NFC championship games and the, and Wilson's going to be a bust. It's just the Jets way. So uh, the Jets are going to take a a cornerback up too. Oh my god! If they do, everybody I mean, says quarterback, but they're just mis mishearing them. It's cornerback. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, I mean, honestly, I don't think that this kid's fucking. I, I mean, everybody makes these fucking comparisons every year with these quarterbacks. Every year with these fucking quarterbacks. He's Rodgers-like. He's Mahomes-like. He's Peyton Manning-like. He's Tom Brady-like. When did they ever pan out? I wish it would stop actually be To yeah. actually be those types of players. Honestly. When? Mm -hmm. You're right. <clears throat> so, go with uh, the guy. Go with the guy that you guys really, really don't. I know that the Jets have been going to his pro days, his two pro days, and what, whatever. Because they didn't have any fucking, uh, you know, a combine this year or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Go with the guy that you know is going to be something for you. Justin Fields can play. I've seen him in high school. I've seen him in college. I saw him in Georgia backing up fucking Jake from State Farm. I saw him. <laughs> at, I saw him play extremely well at fucking Ohio State. And to be fair, Ohio State isn't just throw the ball down the field and hope for the prayer. They use two tight end sets. Yep. They use running backs. They have a more pro-ready offense. I know that the Ohio State quarterbacks don't always pan out and don't usually pan out, but it's a different fucking regime. It's yeah. a different offense. It's kind of the same, but it's a little bit different. The kid mm -hmm. Farrell, the kid Farrell at Ohio State and Jeremy Rucker, yes. both, both sides of the ball. They're very fucking good tight ends, and they utilize them. That's what NFL teams are now doing. They're utilizing their fucking tight end. The Jets need to get one of them, and the Jets need to oh, make yeah. sure that make sure that the, the offensive line is secure because Justin mm -hmm. Fields can extend extend the play. I, I, I don't I, I have a I have a fucking strange feeling that this kid is gonna be a fucking Ryan Leaf. I, I just I do. I just have a feeling that, that this kid Wilson is gonna turn out to be a Ryan Leaf and it's just gonna <laughs> It's gonna suck because the, the Jets don't deserve this. They they've been struggling for so fucking long. But to, if, wow. if they do it, if they do it, mm -hmm. they should make sure that they, they they're making the right choice because I don't think that this kid's fucking the real deal. You have one year, you have multiple years with Justin Fields. Does um. Does he get to bring his uh, magical underwear from uh, BYU? Yeah, sure. Bring it all. Bring whatever he wants. 
I, I, you know, I'm leaning more with Ruick in that I think Wilson will be a Ryan Leaf, but that's just the New York Jets fan in me. And I think if we pick Justin Fields, he'd be the next Achilles Smith. So uh, either or, uh, I don't, I just don't think it would, it's, it's just the Jets. It's what happens. It's it never works out for us. But to me, a perfect draft is you're going to draft Wilson at two, um, at 20, I think it's like 23, you get a edge rusher or a corner, and then we need a running back, and then uh, we need a tight end, and then you get some more uh, offensive line depth. And then maybe you draft another, uh, like a, a project receiver, you know, for later on down the line. And then some other, some more safety help. So but we'll see, you know. Just be interesting. Think, what? Just think if, okay, Josh Allen has shown that he's becoming a top, a top quarterback. Hopefully Tua could become a top quarterback. If the Jets go off and get Fields, who we're, we're starting to think is going to be a top quarterback, if they could take him over Zach Wilson, even if Zach Wilson becomes a top quarterback, and if the Patriots move into the, the top 10 to get Mac Jones and Mac Jones becomes a top quarterback, the AFC East is going to be solid. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch the AFC East. We're going to show the NFC least, the, the, the little babies over there, on, on how oh, real football football's played. <laughs> Rook right. will agree. Probably I just right. don't want to get ahead of myself because the AFC East has been dominated by the Patriots for the last 20 years, and it hasn't been I any don't. fun at all. First time competitive maybe in the last 20 years. Yeah, and yet, but, but it could be a lot yeah, of fun. It could be, and it could be – Tua blows his knee, Wilson is a bust, yep. and it's just Allen versus Belichick, you know, and that's it. What's, yeah. Which scenario do you think is more likely? Uh, option two. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the, the cynical Jet fan in me right there. But I, I, I'm just I, – yeah, I, I just don't like how everybody fucking hates on Justin Fields. Like, like the, kid, the kid was going to be a fucking second round – the second pick of the draft. Everybody was saying it. Now all of a sudden it's Max Jones and fucking Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson yeah. had maybe maybe three good games at BYU. They played the same fucking conference. What conference is BYU in? Mountain West. Mountain West. Yeah. They played the fucking Mountain West conference. Did anybody have a winning record in the Mountain East, in Mountain West? BYU. Yeah. About <laughs> it. This is. I don't know. Over, we're over evaluating these fucking guys. It was a weird year. You have yeah. to go with the tried and true. You have mm-hmm. to go with the guys with the guys that have multiple years, multiple yeah. years, not just this year. Like a guy like Field, like a guy like fucking uh, Mac Jones, like a guy like fucking Trevor Lawrence. Now all of a sudden, this guy Zach fucking Wilson just shows up because he's got blonde hair, blue eyes, and is fucking and looks young. I mean, come on. The kids, I feel bad for the kid, honestly. I do too. I'm going to feel bad for the Jets. Yeah, I, you know, I feel bad too. I said, I don't, I didn't want them. I wasn't big on fields and, you know, that's okay. I was, I didn't want the Jets to draft a quarterback. I was hoping that they kept Darnold (laughs) and maybe traded back with that and get additional picks because I think we need a lot of help. But, at no. this point, you trade you trade Darnold, so now it's, you better draft a quarterback because if you don't, then what the fuck are we doing? I mean, 
uh, I don't know who we even has a, have as the backup right now. So if they if, if they kept if they kept Darnold, I would have said that they want to went for the fucking uh, tackle. I'm just really, yeah, yeah. really, really bolstered that fucking that line. Yeah, I would have liked Sewell, but I wouldn't have been surprised if they traded back either and got additional picks. You know, I think yeah. then you they would have definitely traded the Niners. They probably would have got more than what the damn Dolphins got from the Niners. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For that, for the second pick. So, yeah. Also here, yeah. Before we before we go, uh, back before I guess the Jets were sold on Wilson, they the Niners offered twelve number twelve pick for uh, Darnold, and they turned it down because they weren't sure what they were gonna do. Fucking morons. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll we'll see next Thursday on our live event. Yep. You know, with, with JP oh, still here. Yeah, because that's that's the, the the game that everybody like the the pick that everybody's looking forward to. That I'm not even so concerned that fucking the draft start. I think the draft starts at five, really. Oh, uh, pick five? Yeah, it does because it's four quarterbacks in any sort of order. I think. Yeah. You know, and then it's like you said, five with the Bengals, and which I think they're going to take Sewell, but like you said, it starts there because that's the first non-quarterback that'll be taken. Right. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. So yeah. Anything else you want to add, Tyback, before we sign off for the evening? Oh, I got something to add. I got something. Well, I want to. I, I want to let Ty. Okay. I was gonna let you go. I was gonna. Let, I wanted to go Tyback, and then you, Roy. No, I just looked at my Twitter and just refreshed it. Um, oh shit. Bleacher okay. Report just put out Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni doesn't name Jalen Hurts the starting quarterback and says it will be an open competition. <laughs> Who do they have as backup? It's with rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> like <laughs> That'll be their competition. Or my rock, paper, scissors competition to see who's the QB. <laughs> like, who is their – who is the backup quarterback to, with him? Hold on, I'm looking. Joe fucking like... Flacco. It's yeah, Joe exactly. Flacco. Exactly. Oh my god. Um who are we competing with ourselves? Oh god, oh, man. Yeah, I am so happy no. that the Dolphins are in the position that they are right now. No god. fucking sense. Are you kidding me? So who do you think wins at rock, paper, scissors? Joe Flacco or Jalen Hurts? <sighs> I think Joe Flacco because he's gonna do a little uh cheating. <laughs> He has the wisdom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been around <laughs> for quite some time. Yeah. God. Oh, <clears throat> tieback. Anything you want to add before I let Ruick have a nice? Uh, before Ruick has a major meltdown before the end of the show. Um, I, I this isn't football wise, but so happy that the the, the Mets at, at this point in the season have a better record than the goddamn fucking Yankees. Oh, Let's God. keep it up until the dog days of summer come around and we're like, God damn it, this team fucking sucks. Yes. Ruick, <laughs> the floor is yours. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> this shouldn't even be a fucking headline. This should not even be a fucking topic of conversation. <laughs> and fuck you, whoever reporter asked this fucking idiot, this fucking moron. <laughs> 
This guy should be treated like the fucking Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain because this guy's a fucking idiot. How can you say that you cannot commit to Jalen Hurts after you just traded away Carson Wentz and took a $33 million cap hit that we can't get anybody and anybody in the fucking free agency and you're going to say it's an open competition between Jalen Hurts and fucking Joe Flacco? Dead <laughs> grandmother can move better than Joe Flacco in the pocket. Oh, God. You know Flacco just about. turned 36. He's so, past his prime. That's a past his yeah. prime Joe Flacco. They're better off bringing in Alex Smith to compete for the starting job, and it'll be better. To me, the only is thing Joe Alchemist? Flacco good, is good for is to be the emergency quarterback and hold the clipboard and maybe be in the QB room. Other than that, he should no, never no, no, see no, 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 the field. No, no. He, he should be the fucking Josh McCown of last year, the emergency COVID <laughs> fucking quarterback. Oh. Get on the couch and get paid money to sit there and watch the fucking Eagles game. Just like a diehard Eagles fan. But you fucking you, – you, Joe Flacco, have now turned into fucking John Tavares with his stupid pajamas, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. Oh, pajama. God. This is Pajama Boy Part 2. You oh, fucking geez. kidding me? This is this is real life right now. This is real life. Wait. That a fucking a twenty-two year old, twenty-three year old kid is in competition with a thirty-seven year old fucking washed-up quarterback who won a Super Bowl because of a defense. He's basically Trent Dilford. You fucking kidding me? Did you guys oh. know that um that Joe Flacco has a brother, Tom Flacco, who plays in the uh, Canadian Football League? I'm sure he's better than his brother. Probably, like he's he's he's, tw- he's twenty six and he plays on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh, they're good. <laughs> you have been watching the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, there, Tyback? Yeah, I I watch them every single time they're on. Yeah, I think didn't Johnny Manziel play for them for a little bit? <laughs> Probably. Who hasn't he played before? <laughs> I don't know. All right, and on that note. Make sure you tune in next Thursday to the Wednesday Night Tailgate for our our NFL draft coverage as we will be live video streaming, uh, going through the picks as they happen with live reaction. It will be the three of us, and I hope Sugar Shane Falco will join us, and we'll have JP behind the scenes producing the show. Should be a great time. Uh, We will do it right after the first pick, and that's when we will go live. Um, We'll push out all that info during the week as far as like uh, what time to for everyone to tune in so that we have – I'm not – I don't remember what time the draft actually starts next week. Uh, I don't have it pulled up. So, but, yeah, it'll be after the first pick. So you'll tune in. We'll watch, the, you know, Goodell go up there, the Jacksonville Jaguars select uh, Trevor Lawrence, and that's when we'll go live. All right? AP, it starts at 8 p.m. on the 29th. Yeah, so 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. So we probably won't go live until 8.30 because, like you said, it goes live at 8, and they do like 15 minutes, then the draft clock starts, and then, of course, the Jaguars won't immediately select. They'll let it run down to like two minutes as if it's a fucking debate. But, you know, no. oh, are we going to check Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence? No, you're going to pick Trevor Lawrence, you fucking morons. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. So for Mike Ruick, for Tyback, 
I'm Drill Sergeant Z, and this is a Wednesday night tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. Have a great week. We'll see you for the NFL Draft on Thursday, everybody. Peace. Peace.